I would say probably the weirdest thing for me is that um, Lord of the Rings Gollum trailer that we got. Yeah, they gave him hair. What the fuck is that? Yeah, what, what the are fuck? We Gollum doing be, you know, Gollum be, do be kind of hot, though. I mean... Am I going to fuck Gollum? It's, it's not something that we're talking about, so it's fine. But it's like, what is this game? Are we just going to, like, basically be a stalker and hang out in the shadows a whole game? Yeah, it's probably going to be very similar to... What's that game where you play as, like, a goblin and it's, like, thief? Sticks? Sticks. Shadow of your mama's ass or whatever. Yeah, it's probably that. So you think it's going to have more, like, uh, like stealth tactics and stuff like that? Yeah, it's the new Dishonored. Okay, that's fun. <laughs> that, I, now that I'm thinking about it like Dishonored, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'd play it. I hope this is a scream at the belligerently at someone button. <laughs> I I really want it to be Dishonored, but with Octodad controls. Mmm. Oh, that's really interesting. So yeah, we had the concept of an RPG where you like create a character in the beginning and then they immediately die in the first scene. Yeah. And then and there's like a stealth game that's like really high stakes. If you get seen at all, you die. But also it has like complete horseshit controls. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would at least add just it to my wish list. We're just blasting good ideas over here. Yeah. What about Steam? Sorry, I missed that. So I would at least add that game to my wish list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can hope for. Yeah, things. wish list is where the money's made, they say. Yeah. Just gotta make make it look like people are interested. And then they'll show up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Don't make it, but tell them you're going to make it and they will come. Anywho, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast. I'm one of your hosts, Nice Warm. Dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retiring officially oh, wait, after that announcement. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> are, yeah, you we, re- uh, are you not recording? No, I am. <laughs> okay. So, Nice Warm, Filter Cord, Johnny Riot, all back again. We are uh, coasting on. Uh, lack of sleep because we did our basically not really session zero but character creation of uh, carbon 2185 uh, for the second time hopefully second time's the charm in this case um, go check but out yeah, so we're, well with uh, the creator Robert yeah Mariner Dodds that's it so um, you know we'll be looking to get into that in the next couple weeks um, do like a sort of like a session zero where we have everybody introduced and set up the first gameplay session and we're going to do like a, a really short uh, first mission so probably include that in and then roll into the larger game after that so definitely keep an eye out for that uh, not 100% sure on the dates yet but it's coming yeah it was uh, it was fun creating the characters I mean there's a few like little things within the book um, that mm-hmm. are like where is the explanation for yeah, how these does this values <laughs> and as well we're using roll 20 which I feel like the right it's missing char- some stuff it's missing some stuff yeah um, but yeah, I think the game. I mean, all in all, it's going to it's going to be awesome, just because you know yeah. it's we're basically bringing in all the things that we like. So um, For sure, you know, a little bit of house rule stuff that that we always usually implement, especially when we do like fifth edition or D and D in general. So um, yeah, definitely look out for that. Um, before we jump into your monthly games. Uh, 
If you guys, as always, get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Um, just talking about everything that we usually talk about in the show. There first. Gives you some reminders on things coming out, too. So definitely one to watch out for as well. Follow us at Mammoth Games Inc. Let me hit that tweet button. Let me hit that tweet button. There we go. Um, follow us on uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, why don't we hop into Games with Gold and um, yeah. kind of grimace a little bit at what we're getting? For sure. So, really, um, it, they're really, man. they're just blowing it away this month. I mean, absolute legend. Uh, it's Tom good. Clancy's The Division uh, 1. A, what, six-year-old game? With, there is no way that game is listed at $30. <laughs> yeah, Where? I'm calling. I'm got like it. Prove is it. that like the collector's edition? No. What kind of edition are we getting here? It doesn't even, as far as I can <laughs> tell, it doesn't even include the DLC. Yeah, it's it's standard edition. Uh, standard. Reminder: the Division Two has already dropped to five dollars multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. And that game is better. Not yeah. a lot of people like jumped on that I guess I, you know I'm not sure why it seems like they lost some people but that game is actually pretty fun mm. so just heads up it's definitely doing some interesting stuff like um, you know obviously anybody that listens to this knows it's not really my thing but um, also I mean we're still in a pandemic and that's literally what the division's about so <laughs> yeah, yeah kind yeah. of fucked up honestly um, additionally uh, from the 16th of September to the 15th of October you can get the book of unwritten tales 2 uh, don't really have a lot to say about that one. Obviously, it's like a. I'm like an a bunch of I'm wondering uh, why there had to be a second book basically. if they were un. How there how there is a second book if they're unwritten. Well, Good I think they wrote the first one and then they're mm. like, uh, let's move on. That makes sense. So once they made the second one, they went back and changed the name of the first one. So yeah, the first one is <laughs> the Book of Tales. <laughs> uh, so September first to the fifteenth, you can get D Blob two. And September sixteenth to the thirtieth, you can get Armed and Dangerous. Uh, how many which times came up with the original Xbox? How many times have they given out the Blob Two? I have it for free on every system. I don't yet, so I'm finally going to get it. And I will not play it, no matter what. Ugh. Yeah, that game. It's just mm. I don't know. Very it sure exists. Very lackluster month. Yeah, we're looking. Hey. At um, yeah, it's kind of it's continuing like what we've been saying, where they're like, it seems like they're just building up to the consoles, and they just don't really give a shit about what else is going on. Yeah, but then uh, we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah. Switching over to PlayStation Plus, um, not much better, a little better, I think, but not much better. How would you um, like the base edition of a game that came out like six years ago, seven years ago, <laughs> yeah. forever ago? <laughs> It says winner, winner, but I don't agree. Yeah, really. Uh, September 20th, PlayStation Plus free games that uh, we're looking at are the base edition of Street Fighter V. Hmm. All right. Um, and then uh, Players Unknown's Battleground, which is the one I kind of get, I guess. Uh, trying yeah, to I had, that one sort of makes of, sense, yeah. Yeah, trying to piggyback off of yeah, like Fall Guys. but mm. Fall Guys was a record month. PlayStation Plus. It was, which is really interesting because it's like, I don't know, it shows the like idea of like going with a new release of something that I, I I don't even know if I would say it's risky to like 
put something like that. I guess it's more expensive probably, right? Because they have to buy like exclusivity and everything. But it's like, you know, they had huge success with that. They had big success with Rocket League when they had Rocket League on uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus or whatever. So it's like, I, I don't know why they don't do that more often. It's clearly like a winning strategy. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, it's like it's, a risk with no like real downside, basically. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty weird that um, like I find it weird that uh, just uh, what people kind of grab onto, mm-hmm. like Fall Guys on paper. I don't think that that's something that would have caught on. Right. Um, but then all of a sudden they're like, okay, cool, it's releasing, and here it is, it's free. I think they did the right amount of marketing. Um, what makes it super accessible it for free? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a fun game. I, I I know I watched a lot of uh, what was that game show called, like MXP or something like that. It was like yes. Most Extreme Elimination. Yeah, uh, on Spike TV. It was basically this. It was something's castle. I can't remember the name of the show in Japan. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, yeah, and then it came over to America, and they just mm-hmm. did terrible voiceovers for it, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's a simple concept. So, um, but this month, uh, you know, PUBG, I think that's kind of a smart move, getting some more people on board with that continuing in the, in the favor, you know, they're like, oh, people really like these, you know, yeah. battle royale style. Does, does anyone still play PUBG? Play what? Never heard of it. I don't think so. I do not think so. Well, so, this is the, uh, this is their strategy to get people yeah. to play it, right? <laughs> right, like, right, right. That's uh, the thing. Uh, this game still uh, is out there, guys. It still exists. But We're still updating it. Still exists. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Some people, some, some people strategy. do think that this is probably the best of the battle royale games. I, I don't have a horse in that race, so I don't know. But um, well, it certainly has had the most amount of time to like refine and it, it's sort of. I don't want to say it originated battle royale. It's obviously not true, but. Yeah. Um, it, it put you know, them on it was the map. The first one to really nail it huge. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Definitely. All right. Let's jump into games releasing. I heard that there's this game releasing mm-hmm. that's coming up. Um, I think it's called Microsoft Crusader Excel 3. Yeah, it's in Cells 4. Um, 4. Yeah. Yeah. There's, right. there's been some really successful Incel games out there. I'm cool. glad to say this is definitely one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Crusader Kings 3, um, I've never mentioned it or talked about it in any way, so I'm glad to uh, take a moment to uh, enlighten all of you dumb hoes about it. The best um, thing is the video that we have on the live stream is mm-hmm. uh, over a half an hour long, so this will we'll be able to watch this one. entire playthrough. We'll be able to watch a couple times. So, um, just to like, I don't know, I've talked about it a lot, so I don't think I need to like give the like basic concept of what the it's, game is. So I thought this video was a really good reference to use because it is an example of just the absolute dumb horseshit you can do in this game. Um, so the primary thing that's going on in this playthrough is basically these guys are playing um, like the, the the youngest brother in that like takes over the area that would, you know, the artist formerly known as Spain or whatever. And... Um, you're trying to unite the Spanish thrones uh, by basically taking over all of the north of Spain and then you kind of sweep down and, and push out the uh, like Muslim kingdoms in the south to like unify the Iberian Peninsula, right? So while they're doing this, 
Um, they unintentionally are uh, in a sexual relationship with their sister. So classic uh, Crusader Kings. I hate um, history class. You know how it goes. <laughs> it's, this is basically an Excel spreadsheet with like some pretty maps that are like overlaid on it. Um, and it's like straight out of history articles on Wikipedia. Which it's it's uh, so they're they're doing that. They assassinate the one brother. They go and start a minor war to take out the other brother. But then in the time in between that, the first brother's wife gives birth to a new heir. So then you have to kill the kid. Uh, then <laughs> you course. sweep back over. It's hilarious because the chat in these like streams that they do, everybody in chat's like, kill the kid. <laughs> no hesitation. Jesus. And uh, so it turns out that their character they're playing as is like extremely horny. So... Um, his sister, who he's also having a relationship with, sets him up with this barmaid who he knocks up. And then his legitimate heir and his illegitimate bastard that he knocks up from this barmaid are both born within, like, a week. So they're just setting up, like, a future secession crisis. And uh, so then the wife starts a murder plot to kill the lover who is the barmaid because the <laughs> wife doesn't know about the sister, luckily. Uh, so then... Uh, they become a like they just constantly the, the character always wants to go to the whorehouse so while he's there he gets the lover's pox quote unquote Ooh. Uh, he then later infects his lover uh, he has to kill one of the wives um, he uh, at one point uh, there's a massive civil war in northern Spain where he has uh, they like completely like weaken their empire to survive the civil war and then, uh, basically, immediately after the Civil War, uh, they get a holy war declared on them by the Muslim Empire in the South. So they decide to convert to Islam to not be destroyed in this holy war, because there was, like, 0% chance of surviving. So after converting to Islam, the sister leaves them because she's a fanatical Catholic. Uh, then they, at one point, they kidnap the king of France. And uh, ultimately, uh, they... Uh, I mean, it was in the final episode, something really good happens that I don't want to spoil because these gameplay videos are so good. It's but, just, like, all that shit that happens is just in the background. It, it's <laughs> like, that's like, just happening. Uh, it, it's like every, like, daytime drama show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a soap opera. Like. Soap opera simulator. It's so weird. Just some uh, absolute dumb horseshit going on at all times. And And the goal is to just gain land, right? Well, it's a it's a um, dynasty simulator, basically. So you're trying to set up a really powerful family. So like, ultimately in this time period, uh, so time for history. So uh, Johnny is logged out of the chat. They basically um, these like families started getting set up, like the Habsburgs and like the Romanovs and shit. Like these people that would go on to like they still currently have living descendants that are still very powerful. Like, um, you know the 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 queen of England is like directly descended from some of the people that are setting up their family dynasties in this era. So like in the small scale, you're doing like a normal tactics game, you know, where you're, um, you know, trying to conquer land. And like, you have these like different missions depending on where you are. So like if you're playing as like an English King, one of your missions might be like claim all of England, right? Like just take over all the territory in England, uh, take over Ireland, get all the surrounding islands, maybe take over like Brittany and France or something like that. So, um, you have these like small scale 
or even like large scale like if you're playing in ireland you might have the thing that's like unify ireland under a single high king you know but there's these really long-term things that you're building towards and it might take you you know 300 years to fully unify spain so you might have to go through like five or six of your heirs but the only way to do that and to actually be able to achieve these long-term goals is to raise like intelligent or you know militarily capable or crafty or whatever children because ultimately your character is going to die of syphilis or whatever and you're going to have to syphilis uh, in my case it's going to be syphilis and you're going to have to carry on as your children right so like you have to try to set up a good dynasty to carry on your legacy so um it's really interesting in that regard like when they talk about these grand strategy games that's the grand part right it just goes on for fucking ever um so like a lot of people i'm in a couple groups on facebook where they talk about (laughs) strategies not to get syphilis yeah well i mean if you have like a shitty kid somewhere in there you might want to have them have a really good intelligent you know skilled child and then you know get in some stupid wars and get your dumb king killed off so you can switch over to a better heir you know like Sometimes you're going to want to do, like, weird strategic shit like that. And then, obviously, there's also the backdrop of, like, religion was extremely important at this time. So it's called Crusader Kings because these are the periods where the Crusades happened, right? So, like, occasionally the Pope will just call your ass up and be like, yo, we're going to go destroy Jerusalem, you in? And if you say no, like, you're going to lose some credibility. And in the future, the Pope might be like, your ass is a heretic. Time to destroy your lands. Like, it's very interesting, uh... I hate when the Pope does that. Yeah, I hate when the Pope just, like, fucks my shit up. Even, especially when I deserve it. (laughs) Alright, but yeah, uh, Crusader Kings, uh, coming out, uh, Tuesday, September And it is on Game Pass for PC. So if you have that, great way to dip your little couple toes in there and see if you can get, uh, lover's pox on them. (laughs) Alright, what a, what a... Like proposition for you guys here first. All right, so this is a, this a really good week for me. <laughs> yeah, the next one's yours as well. For the sure. very next thing, uh, Tuesday the third, uh, Three Kingdoms: Furious Wild is coming out. Um, I think we first mentioned that last week. Uh, yeah, because it was, it was kind of, of a surprise thing, right? Yeah, it like, um, it's hey. very much seems like uh, Total War is kind of rushing it a little bit just to try to eat some of Crusader King's cake because it's the main competitor at this point. Right, I'm back. Um, are we, are we still talking about the, the, the Crusade game? No. It's the other uh, very similar Crusade game. Oh. Andy's back. Oh, he left. <laughs> Andy's gone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, this one's dealing with, like, more of a tribal structure. The main, like, gameplay goal that you're doing with these guys is trying to unite the... It's, like, 17 or 19 tribes in the south of China so that you can actually stand a chance against the Han Chinese. So in this one, you're trying so, to unite everyone. and the other one, you're just trying to fucking take over everyone. In the other one, you're trying to fuck everyone, right? That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm definitely going to be interested to dive into this, but I just have so much riding on Crusader Kings and the, like, long marketing rollout. Like, the fact that these guys just, like, stealth dropped this announcement, like, a week and a half ago means that I haven't had the chance to get as hyped as I am for the other game, so... Sorry. Yeah. Gotta fall away wayside. Yeah. <clears throat> there can only be one. There well, I mean until I get sick of playing it for three hundred years. So right. in in game yeah. years or IRL years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, and next. 
the last few games here all dropping on uh, Friday, September 4th, starting with uh, from Square Enix for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Marvel's Avengers. Marvel Square Enix's The Avengers, colon. So, I don't know. I, I think I like my opinion of this game is very. I don't know. I, I it's it's very. I don't hate it, hmm. and a lot of people are kind of like shitting on it because it's like, oh, look, yeah, the beta like, was pretty. I don't know. It was, it was not a good moment. It was. It, it was for me. It was okay. Um, yeah. I played it in like entirely i tried like every character played through them for you know longer than like 10 minutes 20 minutes um and the gameplay i i think its downfall is that the gameplay is and the combat's repetitive even with uh the upgrades that you get um visually it looks fine um Mm. but as you were saying i do agree that the game does need a lot of work um, it's more of yeah. what can this, what can these guys do to make this game, um, to grow it into something successful? Will it die right. before it's moved on to be something that people actually give a shit about? It, yeah, honestly, they should have come out and said, like, like, they should have just took the PR hit and just said, this is early access. Yeah. Yep. Because I definitely see, like, a Destiny 1, like, it, tidal wave of criticism coming. What the thing that feels probably like most gross to me is mm. um, the missions that you're given at this war table. Um, every environment's the exact same. Um, yeah. They have like three maybe rotating environments, um, and yeah, they're it's it's bo- it's boring to look at. The combat, like I said, already gets repetitive. Um, but visually, it looks cool. And in the beginning, the kind of story that they're um, starting with and kind of where they're going, it, yeah, that could be interesting. Um, I do like, uh, you know, like making my character stronger. That's fun. Um, the enemies aren't overly hard. They give you, um, you know, they give you some, uh, like, incentive to use certain skills and, you know, things that you might not use. But ultimately, yeah, it's like, is is this game going to be able to survive? Even with, I mean, the biggest, the new biggest thing is, like, look at all the microtransactions. They're going to have a battle pass for every character. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but it's all, like, cosmetic shit. It's like, do you really need it? Like, are you really that into it that you're going to... You know, part of me, it, it's only going to hurt them by. Part of me is afraid the that they like jumped onto the battle pass train and don't understand it. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's... it. The battle passes are definitely awesome and very lucrative in a lot of different scenarios. I don't know how lucrative or useful it's going to be in this scenario. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. they're going to fall back. Um, I think they're going to end up changing that ultimately back to like one standard battle pass once they realize that like hey we have we've had three download or you know three um, purchases for like the Iron Man battle pass and none Ever. for literally <laughs> nobody else yeah yeah it's interesting like 
I think a lot of we've seen a ton of games come out that are meant to be these big, um, you know, always online connected multiplayer like long term. You know, you play this game with your friends every weekend type games. Yeah, and they come out with you know they have these things like these individualized battle passes and you know their entire like model is based on oh well you know people will buy like six skins for black widow the first time they play the game and it's like games that take off with this model so when we're talking about you know like league of legends or dota or um you know games that had done better than this is probably going to do like destiny is like people invest that stuff in it when they're already in the game like when they already like the game when they already like what it's doing, when they've already played it for hundreds of hours, then they put money in because now it seems like a good investment. Hey, I've played this game that was either free or had like a smaller initial buy-in price. Yeah, that's the other thing too. I played this for 200 hours. People are going to be dropping 60 bucks and then they're also expected to drop battle passes immediately buy a character. Yeah. And it's just like... And it's like... I I feel like one of the problems we're having with it is that we're in a timeline where Marvel has done really well. If, if, mm. his, if we hadn't had such a positive recent history of Marvel with all the movies and stuff happening the way they did, I don't know mm. if we'd actually feel the same way about this game. Okay, so yeah, I think I see what you're saying. That's like, interesting. Yeah, like we have really yeah. high we're, expectations we're, of Marvel products now because yeah. of the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they release something that is not connected to that, we're just like, oh, it's still connected, right? Constantly yeah, in our like mind. If, like, if all the movies and stuff hadn't happened, and I was a big comic book fan, and then, like, and this dropped, I'd be so hype. But yeah, the first bad feedback it got was what the people looked like, when it's like, bro, they're not going to look like Robert Downey Jr. and yeah, Chris Hemsworth and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not going to be a thing. But that was the That's initial actually- <laughs> problem people had was how they looked. Nothing like their movie counterparts. Yeah. It's actually a plus for me. I actually like it more because they don't look like their movie. Ca- it gives them, you know, a little bit of, like, creative freedom to do mm-hmm. stuff. I, I, I like that. Um, well, so- what's... Yeah. I think another very similar thing is it's interesting that this is Marvel that's falling for this trap because a lot of other... So if you look at the movies, like you're saying, the Avengers property has like you know broken global records like uh, basically unprecedented level of success right and a lot of other studios have tried to emulate that and completely failed um we'll have to see i guess what happens with justice league but it's it's extremely difficult to create something like that and to create a, a a property that is able to basically market and franchise itself so it's like you know the the odds of being able to just come out and immediately start making the kind of money that they were it seems like they were expecting with this game like they're like it's very similar to DC being like oh we'll just create our own Marvel Cinematic Universe and it turns out that that is A really hard and B you have to be extremely lucky you know what I mean Yeah. so it's not even necessarily about skill and it's like uh, a lot of these games have been doing the same thing so it's interesting that this time it's a Marvel game that is banking on the same thing that all of these movies have been trying to emulate Marvel unsuccessfully. Um, now the same thing's happening in the game world. You know? 
for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I, I want to see how it all plays it, out, though. Uh, I'll try the game yeah. if I get a really good deal on it. Yeah, exactly. It's not something that I'm going to be picking yeah. up day one or anything. It's something that like I'll grab like maybe yeah, on the sale. Um, yeah. I do want to support them because I would like this to grow into something really, uh, something really good. Um, but they have a lot of work to do, I think. Like, hmm. especially with, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I want the characters. I see why, and I think I might have mentioned it before. I see why they didn't allow your gear that you're equipping on your characters to change the way your character looks because hmm. they wanted you to spend money on skins. Um, but that just feels kind of, it feels like kind of a waste of a system. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, as well, same day, though, uh, coming out for literally everything from 2K. We have uh, NBA 2K21. Yeah, it's probably the only sports you're going to be seeing this year, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about that. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, what, this is this a Spike Lee join, or? <laughs> it's... It, yeah, the NBA games have really went, like, a weird way. They, like, know. super bought into the campaign mode. It's like... Which is the probably the best thing that you could... Ha- that's happen. super interesting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I-, I think that's probably the only interesting thing that they have going for them. Like, I don't know. I'm not really big into... Uh, yeah, that's what makes it stand out. Sport. Yeah, I'm not sure. really huge into sports, but I am interested in yeah. a good story. I'm just waiting for NBA Street Volume 5 or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, we don't have too much. Johnny, you have anything? I absolutely hate the way they're using the text in this video by having random mm-hmm. letters be huge for no reason. Yeah, I really <laughs> because I was recently in a GameStop and saw the pre-order poster like hanging from the ceiling, like one of those ceiling banners, and it just looked like it was poor graphic design planning. Because it looked like they were like pre-ordered yeah. now, and they had to they had to like cram the word now like into a super tight space at the very edge of the banner, and it just I don't know it just irks me the wrong way, and I, I their words are popping up again, and I hate it. I want to go off on like a Lewis Black rant, just about the text on screen, <laughs> but it's more of the same. Yeah. NBA barely changes. They I every sports game changes just enough every year to make it play a little bit different than the old one to give you a little bit more of a reason to blow money on this one and 90% of it is who they put on the cover yeah yeah gotta update that roster I mean you're gonna see people buying the the, the edition with Kobe on the front like crazy um, even yeah, if yeah. they don't play the game like I would legitimately get people coming in to, to pre-order copies and just say the name of the person on the front, like I know who that is. Um, I'm like, sure, I think that's yeah, that's this one. Cool, here you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, and then the last one that we have for this week, and also the last one for Friday the fourth, um, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from Vicarious Visions, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. I think I've heard about this total. one. Mm. Total overhaul on the Tony Hawk games. Um, yeah, I, we've talked about it, I think, a ton. Um, yeah. I'll probably go buy this after we get off the show, to be honest. I've got, I've I got some extra I PlayStation well, I feel like I'm probably going to do it. 
I yeah. I haven't bought anything since um, Ghost of Tsushima, so it's been a while, and I do kind of want to play this. I like a lot of the skaters that they're putting in, um, you know, some of the new skaters that they're putting in. But it's also pretty cool to see like Karim Campbell and you know Mullen and those guys in a game. Yeah, well. we get the yeah. we um, get a bunch of the classic skaters aged up. We get a bunch of new skaters. We get a ton of the yeah. original music. We get some new music for the new people playing. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's basically it, the way it feels is like everything that you um, liked about the original, but kind of just turned up. So mm-hmm. um, I'm interested to. I can't wait to feel the controls. That's really gonna determine for me. Yeah. And I do envy the guys that got to work on these environments. It's weird that none of us played the demo for this because I thought for sure that would have been the thing we were all super hyped for and I just didn't have the time and didn't pre-order early enough to do it. Right, same. Yeah. Um, yeah, just looking at the, the video, the video on the live stream that, that we have going, it's, yeah, it's super interesting uh, that, you know, just seeing all of these old levels and these new... Uh, you know, in this like newly rendered uh, state is is pretty crazy. Um, like the the one it was like a skate park in the middle of like a uh, like a bullfighting arena. That's mm. just weird. Um, yeah. Oh, they have Burnside too, with the never soft eye in the bowl. <clears throat> I played so I think I played so many of these I don't remember what levels belong to what. Yeah, game that's that's anymore. my problem. I just remember the warehouse. And the school. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I I remember a good handful of them and but I'm seeing some stuff like the alien piece, I I don't remember that. Um I don't know. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's it's gonna be interesting. I might have some things to say about this next week, but as of now, uh if you are interested, yeah, coming up the fourth. Oh, uh, what platform are you picking it up on? Um, I'll, I'll probably just pick it up on PS4. That's, that's what I'm thinking, play. too. So we might have to have some multiplayer this coming weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be Who cool. knows? Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll do a, a little mini episode next weekend while we're playing and just make fun of each other. Yes. That sounds like fun. All right. So let's give you guys your, uh, weekly rundown of your free games from the Epic Game Store. Um, uh, we talked about them last week, but it is a pretty big week. Uh, you're getting um, Hitman, the what well, I think it's 2016 Hitman. Um, it was episodic, so you're getting all of that. It's a really as good well. game. It is fantastic game, and as well, not to be outdone, uh, the Shadowrun collection. Yeah. yeah. So what is that? Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Dragonfall, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Hong Kong Extended Hong Kong. Edition. Um. Yeah, Hitman, I mean, you know what you're expecting with Hitman. It's exactly what you think. I think Yeah, you hit a man in it. Yeah, just killing, playing the same thing over and over again, trying to figure out different ways to, uh, you know, kill them. And there's a bunch of challenges. Some of the things are really fun, like sniping a skydiver mid-skydive. So, you know, that one's pretty pretty self-explanatory. If you've never played a Shadowrun game before, though... um, that's, uh, you know, definitely a little different, and this is actually going to be a really good day for you, because you're getting a ton of Shadowrun stuff. Um, 
you know, kind of, uh, you know, it's pretty much just a, uh, like, a turn-based, kind of a turn-based, like, um... It's still a turn-based, like, tactical RPG, but it's... Yeah, it's, yeah. Tactical it's cyberpunk, but it's also, like, fantasy, and it's weird, and it's it's just really unique, and I absolutely love them. Yeah, yeah, so you're not, you know, it's not just like, okay, cool, this is a cyberpunk game, where, you know, everyone has mohawks and neon. No, like, some of these guys are, like, they have, like, tusks, and, uh, you know, like, different kind of, like, some of them are, like, they kind of look like warthogs, and some other people look yeah. kind of like humans, some of them kind of look like elves, and they're tall and lanky, and they're kind of telling yeah, the like story, too. which is fantasy fun. cyberpunk, which is definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, so, a really fun game. It's I think this is a game, if you are interested, and you haven't got into... Um, like a tactical turn-based thing in a while. Um, I think this is one that you could find yourself surprised with. Uh, that you're going back and you're like, oh, that was fun. I wonder what happened. You know, I, I need to see what happens. Uh, like, in the beginning, I think I mentioned last week, you know, like, um, oh, yeah, I was uh, trying to solve this murder case. I mm. kind of want to figure out what happens with that. And I think you'll find yourself coming back to this one. Um but yeah, it's a pretty good, um, pretty good week for Epic Games. You can grab this stuff uh, from right now um, until September third. Um, beyond that, the only thing that we know that we're expecting from the third to the tenth is um, Into the Breach, which they've already given out once before. Yeah, so they're probably gonna have like a stealth announcement of something else next week. But I can see that. You know, just shorn it up for everybody that wasn't on board earlier. Yeah, you can get also get episode four of uh, three out of ten. Yeah. Um, that episode is thank you for being an asset. Oh yeah. Um, so that that game actually continues to like kind of make me smile a little bit. It's like, funny. I, I I haven't like I haven't sat down and played it or anything, but definitely just the the idea is really funny yeah. to me. So definitely kudos to. Um, Terrible posture games for, uh, you know, putting this one out there. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into a little bit of the news. We have um, a little bit all over the place, actually. Uh, yeah. Some Gamescom stuff. Yeah. Not a ton of Gamescom stuff. We're not doing the traditional like rundown of everything because mm. uh, 2020 was has been terrible for everything, hasn't it? Just literally everything. Yeah. Even, like, how I absorb all of the video game stuff that's coming out. Yeah. And it's like, I find myself going, like, I want to sit down and watch all of this, but who has, you know, that kind of it's, time to it's sit so down and watch everything? so much at once. Everything. All of this. Yeah. If, yeah. My it's, mental capacity is fucked. Yeah. I, I <laughs> like, last year, I would have been losing my mind around this time of year for Gamescom. I would have been so excited and like, this is the first awesome thing that we're getting since E3. Oh my God. Now it's like, all right. Like, my stomach's already full. Mm. Kind of situation. So, um, why don't we just jump in and talk about probably one of the bigger things that was mentioned during this past week. Uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. uh, Ronald Reagan's in it. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's in it, for sure. 
It's I, I, it's I don't know. know. Um, it's to me, it looks like just another Call of Duty game. Um, mm. Just this one happens to be set in the Cold War, and Rod on Reagan's giving you orders. <laughs> to go you know what's weird? Shit. So like, it would be really interesting if they made a Call of Duty game that was like a narrative, like decision-based sim, because like you may notice that a Cold War does not have direct military conflict. <laughs> so exactly what are you doing? Are you like a Nicaraguan death squad or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Are you destroying Afghanistan be, for the first time? Like, I don't it, know. It would be super interesting for, you know, whichever. It doesn't even matter. They have like, what, like four studios that are working on Call of Duty stuff now? Yeah, um, at all given times, there's 16 Call of Duty games in the works. And it would be interesting just for one of those. To be like, hey, this uh, this isn't the kind of first-person shooter you're expecting. You know, yeah. come out of left field with, like, um, something. It could be a small mechanic. It doesn't even have to be something big. It can be, like, a mechanic that's uh, that just adds, like, decision. You know, it's something that a ton of companies are already going with. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, you know... Call of Duty has, like, this really weird history of, like... What was it in uh, in one of the recent games? They, like, blame the Russians for a war crime that the United States actually did. <laughs> Which is wild. And uh, it's, like, attacking a, like, convoy of uh, civilians that were fleeing from an area and, like, hitting them with a chemical weapon. Which is something the United States actually did. And uh, it's in this game, they're going to be, like oh shit, the Soviets are uh, selling crack cocaine in, a, in the inner city in America to fund death squads in South America to destroy like democratically elected governments. It's just so wild. And especially to have Reagan as like the sort of like a figurehead of the game. I wonder if they're setting him up to be like a uh, uh, like ultimately he's going to be like sort of like a villainous. Um, it's interesting because they have the one shot where they like kind of zoom in on him and he like points with his hand and like it seems like that could be something that could be framed interestingly but I just doubt the capability of an American company to make Ronald Reagan a bad guy did, didn't yeah, he do that enough that himself? feels like something they wouldn't do what was that? So didn't he do that enough for himself? You press F to sell <laughs> missiles to Iran yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Uh, I, I cannot imagine a Call of Duty game failing at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like they they all kind of fail just a little bit. Like every well, yeah, the, the fact that they will never reach their own height again um, is definitely. I don't know. It's it's weird. For sure. Um, Oh. All right, so I, I feel like there's more to say on that, but... Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, who knows. Um, and their video kind of messed up on the live stream here, so time to Oops. go. Uh, let's talk about Dragon Age. Huge week for me. <laughs> this was a huge week for me. <laughs> so uh, it, this was... Uh, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't quite show off as much as they could have, but... Bioware did decide to use uh, some time at Gamescom to come out and show you know, pre-recorded stuff. So It's like a behind-the-scenes teaser trailer is what they called it. 
Um, basically shows a lot of concept art, a little bit of like developer level, like, you know, definitely not in-game stuff, but in-engine stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of talking about some of their goals. They show the like existing members of the Dragon Age team that are still around, which is good because they've like lost All about half of, of their staff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Um, it's kind of cool to. I- I've always liked the behind-the-scenes stuff with, um, you know, the the any kind of like stuff that shows how concepts are getting pushed and how some of the technical programming works and different things like that is always really interesting yeah i think my favorite thing is just seeing um what they use in their office mm-hmm. i love that um you know seeing what they're working on uh, in the yeah, live what, video what brand saw. monitor are we talking about here <laughs> well i mean we saw a woman working on um yeah a very large cintiq tablet which is yep. beautiful um and that's the way to work to be honest yep. so <laughs> uh but yeah, they showed off some, you know, a, a little bit of concept stuff, yeah. you know, and that's that's um, something. A lot of times, concept you know, art hypes me up more than anything. Yeah, it's yeah because I mean, it is yeah it's really interesting to see like even if it doesn't ultimately make it, it's like here's something that they were going for. That's yeah, like really like, cool. The concept art really gives you the imagination, like the the direction they really mm-hmm. wanted to go with something. Right. Yeah, it's a good raw idea, and that's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's why I, I get pretty stoked on it. I really love seeing, um, like, I really love seeing the wide shots of cities and then playing mm-hmm. the piece after um, mm-hmm. if the city makes it in and just seeing how it, you know, kind of changes. Um, yeah. You can get that in a lot of really good, um, like, concept art books. I know um, if you want to check out a really good one, um, there's uh, several Skyrim ones and you know if yeah. you listening to this yeah. podcast you've played Skyrim at least once um, and Legally you know what some of these you know you know what some of these places look like uh, so you know just checking out those concepts or even just concepts of things like the um, uh, like Spriggan and things like that it's, yeah. it's pretty good for sure and then obviously you run into technical limitations especially Skyrim was like everything basically had to be humanoid shaped yeah because that's how the rigging worked <laughs> so it was like Okay, well, this is what we're capable of. But yeah, the, the, when you see what like the, the greater idea was, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, when, I mean, and then when you kind of take yourself away from the idea of like, hey, I'm just a player, to someone mm-hmm. who's interested in, you know, the art or the, you know, yeah, the art that goes into making a video game, um, you realize a lot of it's problem solving. It's figuring mm-hmm. out how, okay, how can I make this work in this way? but cut the the cost that it's you know putting out by two-thirds um so it's a lot of like it's a lot of tricks um and that's where it's the exact same as the film industry right yeah just tricking the player or tricking the viewer into you know whatever is going on um so yeah a lot of the stuff that we saw here um you can almost see like some of the tricks that they use uh, you know, if, if you if you have that eye and you actually care to figure that out, um, right. but yeah, uh, they didn't give literally any other real information though. Nope. I mean, they definitely. Um, I think when they showed it at the Game Awards, the initial like basically all just CG art trailer, um, they were like, "Hey, don't expect to hear anything for a couple of years." 
<laughs> yeah. So. Which is insane yeah, to me. You know, it's like, um, it's like, what are they really putting that time into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I know it's time. a. They're a very small. The the team that's working on Dragon Age is a lot smaller. I mean, we pretty much see everybody that's working on it in this video. Yeah. There's like 20 people, you know. So um, they're still very early. Uh, they won't kick over real resources probably until after um, the Anthem rebuild is done. Yeah, and there's plenty of time for the, you know, for uh, other people to uh, come in and mess up their, their vision entirely, which mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately is where my gut instinct tell me it's going. So it's something, you know, for all of you really big Dragon Age fans to hang on, uh, hang on for um, Hello Games also dropped a, uh, you know, they were working on The Last Campfire and uh, they're like, hey, surprise, our game's releasing today. Um, well, it was, at the time it was tomorrow. But still, that's like basically today. Um, I have not looked to see what, uh, you know, The Last Campfire is about. The, you know, description is, uh, you know, it's a, I guess, puzzling world. Um, did we ever look and see what kind of actual game this is? Anybody? I mean, it just nope. looks like... Apparently it's like a uh, puzzler environmental uh, adventure yeah. game, I guess. Like okay. It definitely looks neat. Super... Uh, it looks really family-friendly. It looks really pretty and just adorable. And uh, I, I kind of want to play it. Um, yeah, the art, the art style is really fun. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it kind of has a, um, little bit of a hand-drawn stylistic look to it. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, now that we're watching a little bit of a video, definitely looks like a, um, you know, like a puzzle adventure game. Um, mm-hmm. kind of not what you expect from the company that brought us the procedurally generated No Man's Sky. Yeah. So, interesting. It's like, hey, we are working on other stuff, too, while we're still supporting this right. game that... Uh, Probably the comeback of the century, too. Yeah. So, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, go check out uh, go check out The Last Campfire. It's, you know, of course, out now. Uh, definitely on PlayStation 4. So, I- I'm not sure where else that ended up releasing. But. And that's our upswing of, like, positive news for the day. Uh-huh. Looks like oh, we have uh, talk, start talking shit. Let's get onto a let's couple of shit. those big downsides. Those those real stinkers of news articles that came out this past week. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you guys were doing all the research on the next article. Yeah, so. I. This one yeah. was this one caught me really off guard. I'm a huge like H.P. Lovecraft like just crazy horror fan, so uh, I love games like this one. Um, but Sinking City. Um, hopefully everyone purchased that when they were able to, or maybe even has physical copies of it, because those are going to be tougher to find. Because they got pulled from some storefronts due to a lawsuit against the publisher. Yeah. And that's too bad. This one was the, um, the probably better of the two that came out during this time. Uh, I know, Filter, you played, you are playing both of them, right? You tried the Sinking City and... Uh, yeah, and the Call of Cthulhu game. So, um, Call of Cthulhu was uh, much shorter. Um, it was not like, it, you know, it was all on rails and everything. So, um, 
kind of interesting. I mean, if you can get it at a good price, pick it up. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Um, Sinking City was more of an open zonal thing. Um, a lot more intricate, detailed storyline going on. A lot less on rails. Um, never, I, I didn't finish it. I'm, uh, I'm probably getting ready to go back to it actually pretty soon here. But, um, you know, I was kind of I was gonna wait for a couple patches to hit because it had a couple little controls issues early on and some pacing stuff was kind of weird. But very interesting. And uh, definitely, we heard some weird stuff at the end of last year with the same. Uh, so it's frog. Wares? Yeah, Frogwares. Frog Frogwares um, frog had some weird publisher stuff go on last year where they had to recreate all of the store listings for all their products because basically their, their issue with their previous publisher, the other publisher was like, okay, fine, well, you have to relist all your games because all the old ones are listed in our name. So they just like took all their stuff down from the store. This pretty much happened again with their most recent publisher who they also have had long-running issues with, so... Feel feel bad for them. Um, it's hard to say. Like you know, it's one of those things where you know, if you're in five bad relationships in a row, you might be the one of the bad parts. So it's hard to say. But you know, ultimately, I'll always side with the uh, smaller, you know, creative over the bigger company. So for sure, um, yeah, and it's too bad. You know, I wonder. Um, you know, I wonder how they're gonna move forward. You know, yeah, I mean, it seems like they have, like, a pretty rock-solid defense. Like, the contract is on their side. So, uh, it'll be interesting okay. to even see what the argument is on Yeah, Steam. as it stands right now, you can no longer purchase the game on Steam, uh, Epic, Xbox One, or PS4 digital storefronts. Um, there, that actually might mean an increase in value or price on physical Xbox One and PS4 copies yeah. of the game. Uh, you can still get it on the eShop, you can still get it on EA Origin... Uh, there's a lot of other places you can still get it, but those are the big ones. Like, if you're on PC and it's not on Steam or Epic, a lot of people don't care. And then, obviously, yeah. Xbox One and PS4, this game didn't get a lot of physical copies printed in the first place, so mm -hmm. that's just going to be even harder to break, to track down copies of it now. Yep. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, you know, we'll keep up with this we'll see where this ends up going with any luck like maybe it'll end up working out and we'll you know it'll find its way back so people can enjoy you know this game that they created um but speaking of you know moving in that direction of unsavory news uh how about that ubisoft huh oh god uh, these guys just step... This has been a rough year for them. Like, I, really I, fe I feel like Ubisoft this year has been Sideshow side Bob, and they have just hit every rake in the yard. Like, just, <laughs> just rake to the face every time. Because they but somehow... they themselves are the ones that put their rakes out there. Yeah, like, they're yeah. the ones that threw them all they out there. They created the rakes. They built them. It's like they let 700 dogs free in their yard, and then, like let them all just run away and then got mad when they stepped into dog shit in the front yard like yeah. it's clearly <laughs> so, their fault for not following through on literally anything like being remotely intelligent mm -hmm. so what we're talking about here is Ubisoft had to apologize uh, for their uh, Tom Clancy um, I believe it was their uh, Elite Squadron game um, I'm not sure if that's out yet um but they had some imagery uh, showing a uh, a fist in the air. 
a uh, raised suggesting, fist. You know, that could suggest that Black Lives Matter is part of a terrorist plot in their game. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a weird one. Um, so it's like, hey, this thing that people are doing in the real world, uh, I don't know the idea behind it when creating it and how it even, how this, this image got through and someone's like, let's go ahead and use, you know, this thing that people are doing right now in the real world as yeah. part of this, you know, like terrorist plot within this game. That's the thing that, like, and, repeatedly blows my mind, is that this makes it past so many departments. Like, an artist had to sit down and make this. And not just that. He had to not just make the icon that they're stamping everywhere, mm-hmm. um, which is a black fist with an outline, you know, kind of rising up. Uh, but they also did all of this stuff on the side of actual characters doing the exact same thing. Yeah, like, the posters say, like, bring the system down with, like, a bunch of the fist under it, and there's one that says, Umbra is our hope, with people on their raised fist, and uh, of course, on the opposite side, there's one that says, Umbra will protect you, and like, I get Umbra is our hope, and, and bring the system down can mean some very different things, but, like, mm, think about it, guys, think about it before you throw a bunch of money at this thing. Well, also, like, is this not just the Fireflies from Last of Us? I guess. I, but it's, it's they weird. didn't I do mean, quite that, though. <laughs> mm. Timing, I think, was a part of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not great. So, stepped in it, they've got... This was probably the biggest thing that was in my newsfeed this morning when I was <laughs> looking for, like, hey, what are we going to talk about? Um, mainly because it was just, like, the newest thing. Um, ultimately it'll be you know though like ultimately I don't think they meant anything by I don't think it's just negligence it's just them not thinking before they do Um, so you know I think it'll blow over like everything else that happens with Ubisoft it just kind of blows over yeah. Um, in, you know a few weeks so something worse will happen here and everyone will forget about it Ooh, turns out uh, Eve's game on is funding ISIS. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be something He rips like off his, this, like, Scooby-Doo-esque disguise, and he's Jesus. actually Bin Laden and alive. He's, uh, yeah, he's it, out back It turns out the new Assassin's cool. Creed game, after Valhalla, is going to be a participatory experience in real life. Where you <laughs> reclaim the, uh, the uh, Muslim holy lands from the infidel Western invaders. <sighs> Set in the modern day. <laughs> All right, Uh-oh. so let's talk about this shit show that is we have to pre-order our pre-order for the PlayStation 5. Mm, you have to pre-register to pre-order the pre-order for your PS5. Yeah, so, and how about that? We still don't have a date or a price. So no date yet, We're no price yet. not even a yet. speculation. Before the PS4 launched, we found out August of that year when it was launching. So we're still mm. behind the curve there. So what does Sony decide to do? Hey man, you guys want some insider info? Register on this website, give us your PlayStation ID, and we'll email you when pre-orders go live if you're one of the ones we think is worthy of it. Right. So I'm definitely uh, not getting it. Yeah, none of us will be getting a PlayStation 5. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of the In things fact, I read were like, oh, there's going to be now. there's going to be a, like very low quantities. So make sure you're on this list and it's like my newsfeed is going to tell me well before I get an email. <laughs> mm. 
So uh, it's interesting, yeah. but like the first time one of these uh, emails go out, it's gonna be all over Reddit. Yeah, yeah. And then so Reddit, it's, it's immediately gonna port to you know everywhere else, every now. other social media outlet. Well, they did say uh, though, really weird. Um, if you receive an invitation, you will be uh, uh, the question on the FAQ is if I receive an invitation, am I guaranteed to be able to pre-order a PS5 console? Uh, no. Each invitation is open for a limited time, and quantities are limited per PSN ID per transaction. So you will have to register your PSN ID with the transaction. This is why they're, how they're emailing you. I think that is mm. to prevent bot purchases, honestly. Which is good. And that's, yeah. all, that's yeah, actually yeah. a cool that's move. I, I like that. I wish they would just explain that so people don't stay angry as much. But Well, not just that, but it's to prevent somebody buying 20 of them. And then selling them exactly, at a thousand dollars exactly. each on eBay at the end but of the year. What yeah. kills me is if you look at the the FAQ list of what you're allowed to buy per transaction: one PS5 console or PS5 digital console. Okay, mm. two DualSense wireless controllers. I guess if you have some mm. local multiplayer, that makes sense. Two DualSense yeah. charge stations. All right, whatever that yeah. matches with the controllers. Two Pulse 3D wireless headsets. But why do you need two media remotes or two HD cameras? Yeah, that's a great like, question. Why is that on there? Like, why do I need two of these? Why is that even an option? I I mean, I don't know. Maybe, hey, if you want to hey, buy I'm, it, buy it, dumbass. Like, hey, I'm going to buy all of this stuff because I plan on getting a second one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. In order to pre-order, um, do I have to pre-order? In order to pre-order, do I have to pre-order everything? No. How long will I have to make a PS5 pre-order reservation? Uh, if selected, the expiration date and time will be included in your selection notification email and while supplies wow. last. Um, what if I receive a sold-out message? Then that means they're gone. Sucks <laughs> to be you, nerd. Yeah. Then it sucks to be you, nerd. It sucks to suck. Like, so, my biggest thing of just looking at the two consoles from the front, like, is the one with the disk drive ugly? It's thick. It's got that fat ass. Yeah, at the it's got that it little, it's got the little fat ass at the bottom. Uh. <laughs> I didn't like that noise. I didn't like what happened. Oh, man, that makes me want the digital one. Yeah, now. like looking at them side I by know. side. It looks so much better. Um, they could have slapped the disc drive in the middle of the other one. I'm already a mostly digital a purchaser, though. So the USB ports are really weirdly spaced. Why are they in the middle? This thing's weird. It is That's weird. fine. This is crazy because I just bought a router last year. Well, time to buy another one. It's it's not enough to buy more it's fine. I'll still and a fucking mini fridge Xbox. I'll still mess around with it. This is fine. I'll still get probably one of each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to get that 4K I like, Blu-ray player though. I like that. Like coming into this, like we were both pretty reckless on what we would purchase. Like filter cord over here he would just buy shit and it would just he would never ever play it right and then it's like hey let's put johnny in here and you are more reckless than either of us with like <laughs> what you like what you'll buy i'll buy both of them it's fine well i need one for the living yeah. room and that's probably going to be the all digital because i'm in the living room a lot but the game room gets the one with the disc drive smart my smart. living room is a game room yeah but oh three-year-old man that yeah He's meant to play. Oh, he has to hear He's already learning. Get that Mario Kart shit going. Teach him a lesson. Just school his ass. Uh, I'm gonna teach him how to play uh, Super Mario 3D World so he can uh, get entire like squad kills. Oh yeah. Teach him how to play Fall Guys. Probably, but I'd have to know how to play it. 
No, that's a good point. No, you're right, though. This uh, The disk drive does make it look ugly. Like, that's kind of gross. Does. That's true. It's true. It's kind of like they just, like, where do you want to put it? I don't know, slap that bitch on the side. All right. It looks like a like a pustule. It looks like a tumor. Like, I'm surprised they didn't space it out. I'm surprised it doesn't look exactly the same. Except, like, maybe the put US, the, the... I think they USB maybe should inputs. move the USB ports to the bottom. Move yeah. the lights to the top. And put yep. that disk drive right above the USB ports. Yep. I agree. Or just make it a slightly different shape. Just make it a more standard box. I kind of like this shape, though. Because if it has a DVD player... I think for cooling purposes, yeah. I'm going to dig this shape, though. As long as it doesn't sound like a 747 taking off in my living room, I'm not super worried about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're looking at it vertically, though. On the side, I think it'll look fine. I mean, my biggest problem is why would you ever have this thing vertical if you're going to, like, plug in something to that USB port? You're going to have this cord Correct. dangling, like, dangling, like, halfway through, like, down the system or whatever. I mean, all you of know, my stuff's weird. vertical. And it's going to stay that way. Because these I things are I only got one huge. thing in this house vertical folks all right and that's the show uh thank you all for joining um do you guys have anything else uh yeah this guy looks like a big system but images went out of a xbox series x and that bad boy is as thick as a gamecube oh my god oh yeah that thing's... it's like three gamecube stacked on top of each it's other it's a cinder block <laughs> right god forbid you drop that thing on your toe Jesus. what toe do not drop that bitch Instead of the red rings, it's just gonna have an error where it like is ripping people's like, like it'll it'll be like knocking down console tables and ripping shit out of the wall and stuff. You need like a dolly to install that into your house. Just like be ready. Yeah. It's probably gonna be a real heavy console. Amazon's gonna have the like expert installation option for seventy nine ninety nine to have a big huge dude carry it into your house for you. <laughs> like tribal tattoos <laughs> they, down they his bring big it in with swole a dolly. arms. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, uh, again, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc to check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter, uh, at mammothgamesinc, so you know when we go live and do junk just like this. Um, yeah, until next week, uh, I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. I'm Filter Cord. And I'm that other guy, Johnny Riot. Have a good one.